0: And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hi, everybody. Welcome once again to Greenlight Reviews, the show where we talk about the movies. My name is Les Roberts.
1: I'm Ann Elder.
0: And today, Ann, we're going to review a very, very different kind of film. It's called District 9. Okay. It is directed and written by Neil Blomkamp and also written by Terry Tatchell. And the executive producer is Peter Jackson, and mm-hmm. I think we know Peter Jackson pretty well from the Lord of the Rings trilogy and from the most recent King Kong. Right. He got behind this film, and I think there is a lot in the film to think about.
1: Exactly right. There's a lot that's very good.
0: Absolutely. It's about an extraterrestrial race. Mm-hmm. They wind up landing in South Africa, mm-hmm. in Johannesburg, and they are not exactly captured, but they are kind of herded into a slum-like area Uh and forced to live there. You don't want them walking down the street with you because they are very grotesque-looking creatures. They're all about seven feet tall.
1: Exactly right. And they
0: look very much like Lobsters. (laughs)
1: It's hard to take this movie seriously when you say that, (laughs) Liz.
0: Well, it's true. And unfortunately, the people in South Africa, when they refer to them at all, Mm -hmm. they call them prawns, which is, I think, a very insulting way of talking about them.
1: That's exactly right. Prawns in South Africa refer to a king cricket species that live there in that continent?
0: Well, the government of South Africa has decided that there are too many of them. They're living in this very small area known as District 9. Mm -hmm. And they have decided that they're going to move the entire race of people out of South Africa, about 200 miles away, into another slum area that they're not going to take care of very well.
1: It's even further away.
0: Right. They just want them... Out, out of the of way and out, out of, 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 of sight. Out uh-huh. So they start this campaign to get them out of there. Hopefully they will go peaceably, but if they don't, there's going to be trouble. Uh-huh. And they appoint, as one of the guys running this move, a guy named Weekus uh-huh. Van Der Mer, played by an actor named Sherito Copley. I'm not going to say us too often. These are very hard South African names. Mm-hmm. He is very, very much a clipboard kind of a guy. He's sure. not a dynamic hero kind of guy. A
1: dweeb. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. And he is running around trying to get people to sign this voluntary... Eviction notice. Eviction notice mm-hmm. that will get them out of there. Nobody wants to sign it.
1: Well, you're talking about the prawns. We call them people, but really they're the prawn alien race, correct? Yes.
0: Okay. Now, the prawns, by the way, don't speak English. They don't speak anything, they make noises and clicks. Like crickets. <laughs> uh, very much like crickets. Yeah. And so we are asked to read subtitles.
1: Yeah, Prawn Talk.
0: Prawn Talk <laughs> for two and a half hours. Yeah. That's a lot of subtitles, and
1: That's too much. You know, I think a movie like this would be really effective if it had been at least 40 minutes shorter. There was way too much of District 9 there. I love what somebody once said about a book. They said the front cover and the back cover are too far away from each other. (laughs) Ambrose Bierce wrote that. I think in this case, the beginning and the end, there's just too much going on in between those two moments of a great movie. It's really ruined by the fact that it's just simply too long.
0: It's too long. It is very, very ugly to look at. The prawns, the aliens, are very, very ugly to look at. District 9 is ugly to look at, and you hardly see anything outside District 9.
1: There's nothing green in the movie. There's not no a color. blade of grass. No.
0: There's nothing. No. And there's a lot of violence and shooting and firing going on. The prawns, by the way, have their own weapons, but you have to have their DNA to be able to shoot the weapons. Right. And what happens to poor Wikus is that he gets into a difficulty mm-hmm. and one of his arms turns into the lobster-like arm of a prawn and now he can fire their weapons. Right. Is he going to fire it at them or is he going to fire it at the South Africans?
1: Okay. Here's another interesting concept, however, in District 9 and that is the good guys and the bad guys are not clearly defined. At times the aliens, the prawns, are the good guys and it's the human beings that are really rotten. And into that mix comes this Wickes character, and we watch him slowly become somewhat of a prawn. And therein lies a kind of interesting, almost Franz Kafka kind of concept here. It's not quite as sophisticated as Kafka, but it certainly is close to metamorphosis in that sense. I think that the director, Neil Blomkamp, really wanted to give us a whole new concept for sci-fi. For me, this was a little bit like going back to Twilight Zone days with Rod Serling and his concept about aliens and human beings not being quite so different from one another and really sharing much more in common than you would think on first view.
0: If you remember the original version of The Day the Earth Stood Still, right? when an alien landed in Washington. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he didn't look like a lobster. He looked like Michael Rennie. <laughs> but immediately, the American government was suspicious and hostile and antagonistic towards him. And in a very different way, District 9 covers that same territory. So I think there is a lot going on here when we think about people that aren't exactly like us. They mm-hmm. might be a different race, a different color, exactly. Speaking a different language, practicing a different religion. And well,
1: that's what the movie is all about. Of it course. asks the audience to really question their innate prejudices towards certain elements in society. And that's what the bottom line of District Nine is all about. There's just too much of District Nine to go around.
0: I think you're right, Anne, especially the last half hour of the exactly. film. Where it gets very, very violent and
1: Well, it's standard sci-fi Ferret in the last half hour, don't you think Oh, sure I mean, it's explosions, crashes, the usual mayhem And frankly, that's when the movie Becomes a true B Sci-fi movie, it's in that last Action sequence
0: Well, that's the problem with it
1: And they shoot it a documentary style Yes Sure. So, I mean, there's a lot of that handheld work going on. And that gives it a certain realism. But, of course, you're still talking about giant grasshoppers in a way. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And
0: it's very hard, I think, to take them seriously. It was very hard for me to take them seriously. Let's face it. I've been you know, watching Star Trek for the last 123 years. And we see all sorts of aliens from different sure. planets and different solar systems. And you adapt looking at them Mm -hmm. which was fine it's going to take me a lot longer than two and a half hours to adapt to these prawns
1: okay what is your light going to be then Les?
0: well my light because it is too long and it's not done in a way that is going to enchant or entrance people i'm not going to give it a red light i think it was very well thought out Mm -hmm. and very well shot for that matter. so i'm going to give it a yellow
1: Okay. Well, I want to give kudos to Peter Jackson for backing this enterprise. And I think it's good that he finds young, talented writers and directors like this Neil Blomkamp, and then he fosters their talent and shepherds their projects through to completion. Incidentally, this particular movie... District 9 is based on a short film that was made by Neil Blomkamp when he was in college, and that movie was called Alive in Joburg. I think that original film only lasted about 12 minutes. Peter Jackson saw it and said, why don't you turn that into a regular feature film? I wish he had said, why don't you turn that into a shorter feature film than yes. two and a half hours? That would have been good. Anyway, interesting premise, was neatly contrived, it was a good idea, I thought, to put an alien spaceship landing someplace, any place other than the United States. Nice acting from the newcomers, but too long originality, fizzles, fizzles, fizzles out in the last hour. District nine ends up being just a pretty good B movie. I give it a yellow light too.
0: Two yellow lights for District 9. Neil Blomkamp is the director and co-writer along with Terry Tatchell and it stars a lot of people we have never heard of and the lead in the show playing Wekus is Sherito Copley who I guess was not an actor to begin with. No,
1: he was the producer of that film that Blomkamp made when he was in college.
0: Right. So we're going to be back with another movie shortly. There's Never not enough movies to <laughs> review. There's always something out there. And I can't say that uh, we had a bad time at this film.
1: No, it was a long time. It was a long That's time. That's what we can say.
0: So until we come back with another film to review, I am Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that we're going to run into you having a good time watching prawns or people or whatever at the movies. Mad Magazine
1: Advertising Mascots
0: B-Movie Posters
1: And Cartoons Oh yeah, can't forget cartoons Check out our website at Two Designers and listen wherever
0: you get your podcasts or visit evergreenpodcasts.com.